Hello fellow followers of Christ and happy Easter. Today we'll be talking about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Alright, first of all I want to say we got to 300 plays total. On this podcast we now have 300 plays and that's really awesome guys. And also I know it's been about a month, a little over a month since I last released an episode. It's mostly because like two weeks passed. I was also uh, in Alabama, but um, a couple weeks passed and I just didn't really have anything to talk about. I was like, you know what, I'll just do, I'll just do my Easter message next. So, that's what we're doing today. It probably won't be too long, so, you know, you can listen to this, go to church, or listen to this after you go to church, depending on when I release this. But, without further ado, let's get into this message. Alright, today we'll be in Luke chapter 24. It's literally titled, The Resurrection. Alright, so this is, uh, I don't know, this is three days after Jesus is crucified and buried. So there was Good Friday, uh, where 2022 years ago, that would have been a horrible day. It's known as Good Friday, uh, which was this past Friday, Then yesterday was the second day, and then today is the day Jesus rose, 2022 years ago. And we're looking today, like I said, in Luke chapter 24, where, sorry, um, I'm not sure if I'm, uh, place. Alright, this is where, uh, they're going down to the tomb with the spices they prepared, and they're just, like, completely hopeless, knowing that, well, at least thinking that Christ is dead and there's no more hope in their lives and they'll never see him again. And Luke chapter 22, verse... Chapter 24, verse 2 says, And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went uh, in, they did not find the body of Jesus. And then verse 4 says, While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them dazzling apparel, so the angels. And it says, And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified on the third day, uh, be crucified and on the third day rise. And they remembered his words and returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. So they told them to the disciples and to everybody. Now we're going to just talk about this for a little bit. So, they're looking into this tomb expecting to see a dead body and they don't see it. They expect that Jesus is dead and all their hopes are over with. They're just completely like hopeless and depressed. And they find that he's gone after being brutally murdered on a cross. But then two angels appear next to him and say, Why do you seek the living among the dead? And that little verse has always been, I've always thought, really significant to me. Because it's just, it's saying, why do you seek the living among the dead? This is like complete faith and factual statement that Jesus is obviously and surely alive. And he's definitely risen. That's that's just why I like it so much. Because the amount of faith, of course, they're angels, so you would expect that. But the amount of faith to say... Why are you looking for the living among the dead? To with so much faith and so much I don't know how to say it. To be so sure 
and to be so faithful to say he is alive. It's just always been very significant to me. It says, he is not here, but is risen. Remember how he told you when he was still in Galilee. And it says, sorry, I don't know why I paused there. It says, the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified on, and on the third day rise. So you have to think how like absolutely insane that is for people. Like, while he was there, uh, quite a few people believed in him and were so sure that he was the Christ. But then he was crucified on the cross, and so many people, which we can't get on them. Like, you could say, wow, those people didn't have any faith, thinking that, like, because a lot of them were like, man, Jesus, get yourself out of there. You're the son of God. You should be able to get out of there. But, like, most people don't realize like, this was exactly what was supposed to happen. And a lot of people can look at that, and a lot of people today can look at that and be like, wow, they have so little faith. But it imagine, put yourself in their shoes. Like, imagine putting all your faith in this, and then you, like, put in one person that you finally believe, that you truly believe is the Christ, and then watching them being crucified. You would probably struggle to understand what the heck is happening. But we can also highlight the people that did understand what was happening. Let me see if I can find it. All right. Uh, Luke chapter 23, verse... Okay. Luke chapter 23, verse 39. This is talking about the criminals that were crucified next to Jesus. It says one of the criminals who were hanged uh, railed at him, sorry, <laughs> who were hanged railed at him, saying, "Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us." It says, but the other rebuked him, saying, "Do you not fear God, since we are under the same sentence of condemnation?" And we indeed just, we indeed justly for we are receiving for uh, our, oh my gosh, the due rewards of our deeds. I'm sorry, but this man has done nothing wrong. Right here, look at this. It's the one I want you to focus on, but I couldn't read it right. I'll read it again. And we indeed justly, for we are receiving due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. So this criminal who was next to Jesus told the other criminal that this man he knew, this man had done nothing wrong. He says, we're criminals, we deserve this, but Jesus has done nothing wrong. And then he goes further to say, and he said, Jesus, remember me, remember me when you enter, when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said, truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Which this, this brings another thing to light here. First, this, this brings to light the faith this guy had to have had. I'm not even sure if he knew Jesus. I don't really think it says anywhere, but... He knew that Jesus was the Christ. Not only that, he had faith that Jesus was the Christ. And he and he told other people. Well, it was just the one person. I guess that was the only opportunity he had with that. But he said, we are criminals. We deserve this. But Jesus has done nothing wrong. Jesus did not deserve this. He could have not done this. He didn't have to do this for us. But he was 
this is what he was meant to do, and he knew it. And this is this puts light on the fact that all it takes is faith to be with Jesus in heaven. Because all he said was, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. All because he had faith. And uh, that's kind of it. That's kind of it for now. But thank you all for listening. I know it was kind of short today. I just... Not sure. I probably could have covered way more, but you know, I just figured that's it's a great message. We'll summarize real quick. All it takes, what it takes to have a good relationship with Christ, because this isn't supposed to be a religion. This is supposed to be a relationship. A lot of people are obsessed with getting into heaven, and like the idea of it. It doesn't take good deeds to get into heaven. A really great thing I heard was, um, like you've you've heard the thing where they say, uh, you've heard the part where they say, uh, we did many good things in your name, and he says, depart from me for I never knew you. Exactly, we did many good names in your many good things in your name, implies religion. When Jesus is looking for a relationship, God is looking for a relationship with you. You can go to church and you can do Bible studies all you want, but it's nothing if you're not, it's nothing like, for example, if you're not praying, if you're not spending time with Jesus. I don't really, the only way you can truly enter heaven is faith and having a relationship with Christ. But like I was saying, the really good thing I heard was, uh, you spent, uh, what, what was it? You, you can't spend too much time, you can't spend too much time, time trying to impress Christ. You need to get to know him. Because when Christ says, depart from me for I never knew you, to the people that say, we did many good, uh, things in your name. That's, that's not, that's not... A relationship, that's a religion. So we cast out demons in your name, okay? That's your religion. Did you get to know me? No. You spent too much time trying to impress him. And too little time trying to get to know him. And another thing, this is the next part of our summary... This resurrection right here, Luke chapter 24, it's in that it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, of course, but Luke, this is what we're reading in today. In Luke chapter 24, this is the story of our salvation. All the way from the crucifixion, Luke chapter 23, verse 26, to, I don't know when the resurrection story ends, to... Uh, Luke chapter 24. That's the story of our salvation. That's the story of our freedom. I don't really know how else to put that. This right here, I know plenty of people, even Christians, kind of like brush off Easter as like, I mean, yeah, it's important. Jesus rose, but like not much to it. This is the basis of our relationship with him. This is why we praise God. This is why 
we can live guilt-free. This is, uh, even though some of us can't, even though some of us don't. I mean, we can, but some of us just don't. This is just, this is, this is the whole reason we praise God. Because he was merciful. And he had his only son die a brutal death on the cross so that we could be saved from ourselves, pretty much, in sin. Because our flesh is sinful, but our spirit is not. And this body is all we will be taking to the grave. Alright, now that is all for this time. Uh, thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this message. I'm going to flip back to my little page. But thank you for this. Uh, thank you for listening to this message. Um, thank you all for getting us to 300 plays. Ooh, news. We are doing a message in Drennan Springs Christian Church on May 22nd. I'd love to see you there. Um, I can't really think of anything else. Just uh, stay tuned on Christian Cast Evangelism. We have a page on uh, Facebook now at my Facebook, Nathan Tingle. Um, so I'd really love for you all to see that. And uh, thank you for getting us to 10 countries listening. Thank you for getting us 300 plays. This is become This has always become way bigger. Like every time I look at it, it's way bigger than I could ever have imagined. So, uh, that's all we have. Thank you for listening, and have a great Easter. Have a blessed day. Bye.